Don't look now, but yes, it's time for episode number 83 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Today, we answer the age-old question, what do women really want? Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now, your host, Jason Lavoy. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. I am your host, Jason Lavoy, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy. And today, today my guest is none other than Elliot Kotz. He is the speaker and author of the book, Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. This book is translated into 24 languages around the world, and the book shares insights on how men can improve their relationships and regain love and respect. So this, I think, is a very important question that needs a deep dive, and so we can all help our future relationships. So let's get right to it. Let me welcome to you my guest today, Elliot Kotz. Elliot, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you on. Great to be here, Jason. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so what I like to do with all my guests, uh, and you will be no exception, is the first question that I ask you is give everybody who's not familiar with you a little bit of an idea of your background, where you came from, and how you got to this point. Okay, it's a big question. So I, um, I was originally a, a writer. That was always my goal in life. I grew up in, I'm in Canada. And I wanted to write, and I became a, a writer for uh, politicians. I used to write speeches for politicians in the government here. And like a lot of people, had some, I was married. I, had two, I still have two daughters. And then I got divorced. Uh, it's sort of like a lot of people, I wasn't expecting it because I thought I was being a good husband and a good father. And you know, the divorce ended. And then I, at first I blamed my ex-wife. I blamed her for everything. <laughs> then I came to the point of asking myself, what do I have to learn from all this? And that really set me out on a journey to see what, what wisdom is there that I could learn to, so that I don't, I don't go, that I don't go through this again. That was really the goal. And uh, then I, you know, I wrote down things that I learned. And I put it together in a book. And that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> and the rest is history, right? Right. Um, and the name of your book is? Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. And it's a fascinating thing. And I thought it was just me. Like, I thought it was just me and my friends that we had to learn these things. But the book's been translated to 24 languages around the world, in Europe, Asia, Latin America, Africa. I realized these are these, this is wisdom that men need to learn, that this, that this generation of men weren't taught. And that was my goal to share this with with men. I coach men. I speak to groups. It, it, it's and it really is. It's fascinating because, you know, I tell men this. Someone will say to me, "Oh, no one ever told me this before. How come no one ever told me this?" Right. So, that wasn't taught in school. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't taught in school on television. Uh, you know, you see men portrayed as buffoons. Uh, in school, most teachers are women. A lot of fathers really weren't that involved in being a role model to their children, or maybe they didn't even know these things themselves. So it's really, it's really been a fascinating journey. I think this generation of men have been told all these things about, you know, don't be controlling. Well, nobody wants to be controlling. So they've gone to the other extreme and just think, well, let my wife make all the decisions and I'm not being controlling and she should be happy. Why isn't she happy? 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this, right? So let's get into it um, and, and bring some of this stuff up. Um, this is, and this episode is not only good for men, obviously, because, you know, we're trying to help men understand what women want, but that's the eternal struggle, right? Men and women, Mars, Mars versus Venus, uh, that type of thing. It's also helpful for women uh, to understand how men are thinking, <laughs> right? Right, right, and, right. And, and to help maybe uh, communicate better in their relationships. So that's why I like uh, talking about this. And it, like I said, uh, off the air right before we got on, it, it's a little bit more of a lighthearted topic than what we usually talk about on the show. And um, th- we got to make room for that and, and have some fun. So that's what we're going to do today. So let's talk about um, the mistakes that men make thinking that they are doing what and giving women what they want. Right, right. So What's the top that's, one? That's the top one. Well, the interesting thing is, let me just, I have my list of top five things that men do. Thinking, where's my list gone? Mm-hmm. Ellie, you should be prepared. <laughs> Sorry, let me just, let me, it should be right here. I don't know. Here it is. I'll okay. play some elevator music. Okay, here okay, we go. Okay, no, here it is. The top five things. First thing is not being a man with a plan. So this could be even when you ask a woman out on a date, a man asks a woman out, he says, would you like to go out Saturday night? And she says, yes, what do you have in mind? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to do? big strike against you. She wants a man with a plan and that it continues into marriage, relationship marriage. She doesn't want a man who always says, whatever you want, you decide. She wants a man who, who has put some thought into things, who doesn't leave all these responsibilities on her. That's really what you're doing. You're dumping all these, the, the burden of these responsibilities on her. Like in your home, there's challenges, there's issues you have to deal with. And a man says, oh, here, my wife is in charge of the home. She'll deal with it. And she feels, He's just left everything on me. So he's not showing his share of leadership. He's, you know, if, he, she, if she asks him to help with a decision, she, he says, oh, whatever you want, you decide. They hate it. They make, it makes them feel that the man is a child and she is his mother and she does not want to be his mother. Oh, wait, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be their mother. And, 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 as, and, and as men, we don't want another mother, right? <laughs> No, but that, that's what we think. We think, well, I'll just do whatever she says and she should be happy. No, she feels like he's a child and she does not want to be intimate with a child. So from the male perspective, though, the men that are doing this, and I have to say, I've been guilty of this from time to time, saying whatever you want. We're thinking we're being extra generous because we're making we're letting them decide in, instead of us coming up with something that they might not like and then thinking, uh, well, he never gives me a chance to, to decide anything, right? It's a competing uh, viewpoint there. Right, right, that's what men think. But really, it's, it's okay if you come up with something and she says, well, no, I think maybe we should do this instead. That's good. But if you always just say, whatever you want, you decide you're putting all this responsibility on her right? and she doesn't like it. No, that makes total sense. That makes you know, total I've, sense. I've had women say to me and, and the men I coach have said to me that women that they've gone with have said this to them, that when a man takes charge and makes a decision and makes a plan, it makes her feel safe and protected. That's what they want. That's what they want. It, like, nobody taught men of this generation that, but it make, you know, as long as you're making a good decision and if she doesn't agree with you, she'll tell you, but she likes when the man makes a decision. If, if, you're, if you're going out for a, a cup of coffee, she doesn't, and you say, hey, I thought we should go to this place. They have great coffee and great dessert. Well, this man has put some effort into it. He's been thinking it makes her feel special. It makes her feel safe and protected. 
absolutely have a plan fellas okay <laughs> right okay what's not what what's uh what's next number two expecting her to split the bill on the first date oh you know i've had well, isn't that kind of a isn't that like a no-brainer i mean i thought we were past that <laughs> A, a no-brainer in what way that we, it's okay don't do it just pay no pay no money. right i mean i thought it was like no the man should right be a little chivalrous and it's a first day for god's sake jason you know the answer believe me a lot of men think a lot of men, they, they don't realize sometimes a woman will offer to split the bill or even to pay the whole bill and, she, and he doesn't realize oh he thinks oh it's that nice he doesn't realize that she's testing him to see if he's going to insist on paying the bill. I'm, I was once saw this very attractive woman who told me she went out with this guy and, and they went out for dinner and the bill came and she offered to put her credit card on it and, and he accepted. And he can't understand why she won't go out with him again. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pay the bill. Be, be a man. Pay the bill, especially on the first date. It makes her feel special. That's the whole thing. It's not about the amount of money. You could be going out for a cup of tea. You pay for it. It makes her feel special. And she wants to be with a man who makes her feel special. And of course, that is a right traditional, I'll I'll say in my air quotes, old time way to go on a date, right? But you know, these days I can't even keep up with, with the new rules and things. So what if you have a very um I, I'll I guess I, I'll use the word contemporary um type of person in this case we'll we'll stick with the man woman combo and and you know the check comes and the man says you know reaches for the bill as if he's gonna pay and then she says no i got it and then he says no 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 i have it and then she kind of is more insistent because she wants to be treated equally or you know she doesn't feel like you know she needs somebody to pay for her whatever it may be, be. at what point as the man, do you say, all right, <laughs> you know, if she really wants to like split the bill or, or do or pay for it herself, you know, at what point does a man relinquish and say, you know, I'm trying to make this work here? It's a great question, Jason. And as a matter of fact, I was interviewed on, in the Wall Street Journal exactly on this question. I told this story about this girl I went out with many, many years ago. We went to a movie. We got to the ticket booth. She took out her wallet. I took out my wallet and bought two tickets. Then she wants to pay for her ticket. I said, no, no, it's okay. And, I said, and she said, no, she wants to pay for her. So I said, no, really, it's okay. It's my pleasure. So she went back to the ticket seller and got exact change and thrust the money on me. So after that, I just let her pay for herself because she was so insistent. Then after a while, she says to me, you never pay for me. <laughs> you can't win, said, can you? He said, but you were so insistent for the first time. She says, well, you could have tried again. So the answer is, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and the interesting thing was, there were comments in the Wall Street Journal that said, Mr. Cat should have just dumped her after the first date. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the answer is, just, just pay for it. And, and, you know, just say, no, I want to pay for it. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel good to pay for it. Please, please don't deprive me of this pleasure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn it. Let me pay. <laughs> I mean, uh, if it was so, it was always so hard, you know, to, to try to, uh, I guess be chivalrous in a, in a dating situation, but, um, yeah, no, I've I've been in situations like that myself where you almost get into a, a real tug of war match about who's going to pay, and you're like, uh, this isn't the way it should work. <laughs> yeah, no, just 
just pay. Often they will offer to pay for themselves or they'll offer to pay the whole thing because they're, they're really testing you to see if you're going to insist on paying. Uh, that, that happens all the time. They're testing you. Women test men to see how they're going to handle certain situations. And that's one of them. Just pay for it. Just say, it's my pleasure. Don't deprive me of this pleasure, please. <laughs> if you really like me, please just let me do this. <laughs> if there's any shot of this going well, I need this. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, you know what? It's really not the amount of money that you spend. This is what I found in talking to other men too. It's really they, it makes them feel special. You're like if you pay for her, it makes her feel special. Like going out with you is special, and it gives me pleasure to pay for you. And I want them to feel special. Really, that that's really the main thing. You know, she wants to feel, does this person make me feel special? It's not about the amount of money that he's spending on me. It's it's that he's, he's you know, he's taken the time, like I said, plan the date. He's taken the time, he's thought about what something we'd both enjoy doing. He's paid for it. It makes her feel like, for, makes her feel special. It's not about equality. You know, I tell men, you know, if you want to show you, you believe in gender equality, there are other ways. It's not by splitting the bill. No, but sometimes, sometimes they, they have the, the woman in this case would, you know, it's just so insistent because in their mind, that's empowering for them to, to, to split the bill or, or even pay for the, the man sometimes. So I, 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 this is a long time ago when I was in the dating pool. Um, but, you know, I remember some success in, if you, if you were with somebody who, you know, really, was sensitive to not having you pay for them all the time, and there are people like that, then one of the uh, tactics uh, or techniques that I found kind of worked well was saying, all right, let me pay for this. And if it's really that important to you, you if we go out for drinks or do something else, you can get that one, you know, and, and, and give them the option then, and then um, see if they remember or not. <laughs> well, I think, I think sometimes, you know, if you're going over the woman for a period of time, maybe if she wants every couple of days, she says, here, let me pay this time. That's a nice thing. I let them pay because it shows they want to show they're not just takers. They're not just right. taking from their givers also, which is a very nice thing. I mean, there's other ways to show that they're givers. If you're a single guy, I'm sure you enjoy having a home-cooked meal. She can say, hey, come over to my place. Let me cook supper for you. That's a nice way to show that she's a giver as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a it's a give and take relationship. But we're talking about first date type stuff. Yeah, so, yeah first dates. Yeah, right. That that's a mistake. No, no man should really make. <laughs> um, all right. What else? What are, what are other things men do that they think they're okay. doing to make them happy, but they're not? The, but makes women fed up with the number three. Always saying whatever you want, you decide. So we talked we talked about that. Don't yeah, right. Make, that. make a decision. Have a plan. That's right. If she, and if she asks you, you know, like let's say she's making supper for you. She says, what would you like for supper? Chicken or fish? And says, oh, whatever you want, you decide. She hates it because she's asking you because she wants you to, to make a decision. And when you make a decision, decision it shows that you care. When, when you don't make a decision, she feels you don't care. And she really, she's asking you because she wants you to make a decision. It actually makes her feel good that you make a decision. You know, I, the one I'm with now, she loves the one. She should I make a decision. She says it makes her feel safe and protected. Make decisions, really. And, and even if you look on the dictionary, one of the definitions of the word manly is being decisive. Be decisive. Make a decision. And not only that, you know, so that I'm guilty of this. I was, oh, whatever you want, whatever you want, you decide. I'm being the nicest guy in the world. And, and you don't realize that when you suddenly have to make all the decisions, it's hard work. <laughs> you know, it's hard <laughs> No, it's hard work. So if you're leaving all this hard work on the woman, 
she resents it because you're you're shirking your responsibilities. That's how she sees it. Make decisions. You know, you see a situation, you know, talking about leadership, like you see a situation, don't just say, here, here you handle it. And you think you're being so nice. It's hard work, solve the problem. You have to figure out something needs to be solved. You got to figure out how to solve it. It's hard work. And you're just <laughs> dumping it all on her and she resents it. And you think I'm the nicest guy. <laughs> And like you're just trying understand. to take the easy way out. That's right. That's right. But, but we justify it by saying, I'm being so nice. But, you know, I'm guilty of that. I got to say I'm guilty of that. You know, my wife asks me all the time, what, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, whatever you want. I don't care. And I really don't care. But Well, that's <laughs> but, what it is. That's exactly what it's got. A lot of time, it doesn't matter. It's not an important decision to us, but it's important to her that you make a decision. So since it's not an important decision, it's easy. If she says, you, Jason, you want chicken, fish, lasagna? Just say what, just choose one. <laughs> it's easy. If okay. it doesn't matter, <laughs> you'll see, Jason, just do it. Things will be better. <laughs> I'm going to try that tonight. <laughs> okay. No, that makes, that makes perfect sense though, because right. You're just, you're putting the burden back on them. And, and after a while, if they're doing that all the time, I totally get it. It's like, it's like, come on, I'm sick of, you know, it takes a lot of mental effort to, to make decisions on everything um, and trying to make everybody happy all the time. So, that makes really, that does make perfect sense. That's a, that's a big one. Um, I think. Um, okay. I'm Number in the dog. I, I feel like I'm in the doghouse already. No. What's next? <laughs> Number four, when she always has to tell him what to do. So that's a similar thing. It, you may think you're being a good guy, but just saying, Hey, just tell me what to do. I'll do it. You know, you know, I've, 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 I've had women say this to me that, you know, man will, she'll say to men, you know, I want you to do more. And, and, he, he, he says, okay, well, just tell me what you want me to do. I'll do it. And he, he just doesn't get it. It's not about waiting for her to tell him what, you know, what to do. It's about, like we were saying, it's the emotional labor of thinking and planning and organizing what needs to be done. That's a lot of work. And she resents that you leave that all on her. You know, and once you start taking that on, you realize it is a lot of work. It's not so easy. <laughs> you know, it's right. so much easier. You know, when I was married, I would come home and just do whatever my wife told me to do whatever it is, wash the dishes, give the kids baths, change our diapers. And she, she would complain, I don't do it. I, I said, well, what are you talking about? I'm doing so much. It's because it's not just waiting for her to tell you what to do. Be aware of what's going on in your home and your family. Be proactive. And you, and you, you take initiative. Say, I'll ha I see this situation. I'll handle it and handle it. She'll love you for it. Clean the bathroom yourself. Don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's not about doing housework. It's not about the amount of work you do. Yes, it's, you know, especially when you got little kids, it's a lot of work. But it, it's not. It's about don't wait for her to tell you what to do. Just you see a situation, you know, I, I, whatever it is, it, it, just say, "Hey, I'll handle it. I'll handle. It. I see that situation. I'll handle. It. I see. You know, I see we have mice in the basement. I'll handle it. I'll I'll get some mice mice mouse traps. I'll I'll, I'll get it all taken care of." You don't have to wait for her to tell you what to do. It she'll love you. Just do it. That's right. Now that, that that's an excellent point. And because you know, oftentimes men will say, right, I'm available, I'm I'm ready to help. Just tell yeah. me what you want to do. And and like you have to hold up a sign in big, you know, capital letters, you know, telling them what you need to do. And I'm like, Yeah, just give me a sign, I'll follow whatever the directions are. But that's that's not that's not it. What we're saying, what you're saying is she shouldn't have to give you a sign. But you, you should be uh, have the awareness to kind of understand your environment and what she needs. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Number. Oh, number five. Oh, yes. Not big standing one. Up, 
Yeah, yeah, it is. Not standing up to her when she treats him badly. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is important. This is, you know, he may think he's he's being a good guy when she says, puts him down or makes fun of him in front of his friends or some or, or her family. But you know, this is this is like a slippery slope. If you don't demand respect, if you don't make it clear that like, this is you know not acceptable behavior, you're a slippery slope because you know, where there was a study that said, what's what's a sign of you're headed toward divorce is one person has contempt for the other person. So if you allow this to go on, you're, you're a slippery slope heading uh, straight for divorce. And it's not, it's not just that. And it's like, it's, if he, she also, it's almost like she's testing you. This is another test. She's testing you because she wants to see if you're going to stand up to her, because if you can stand up to her, you can stand up for her. If you won't stand up to her, you won't be able to stand up for her. And she wants to feel that you can, you know, stand up for her and defend her and protect her. You know, it gets back to by feeling feeling safe and protected. You know, you have to show her that you will stand. You're you're a strong enough man to stand up and protect her. And if she's testing you by dumping on you or saying negative things, and you say, ah, ah I mean, I've seen the guys like this. <laughs> their their wife makes fun of them in front of all these people. I just laugh it off. You're headed for like just you're headed for divorce. Yeah, stand up but, to her, so you will stand up for her. But um, it's like you said that that's a slippery slope situation because depending on how you stand up to her, right, that could also have an adverse effect. Um, you know, so it's one of those things you have to do it tactfully, right? You have to have self respect for yourself and for your partner, of course. Um, and then I always wonder if if a relationship is like that where you have one person it could be doesn't matter who um who treats the other like that you know um insulting them in public in front of friends and family without regard for their feelings or being sensitive to the situation right what what does that say about how the relationship is from their point of view too is it um it's i think that scenario could, is really comp can be complicated and and you know has to be addressed um, with some tact, what what do you think? Well, absolutely, address with some tact. But I think it, the important thing is, you know, try to put an end to it as soon as it starts. If she's testing you and says something insulting or makes fun of you, you, you got to say, hey, you know, I'm not going to be spoken to that way. You know, I remember I said to one woman, I said, no, I'm really old fashioned. I think men and women should speak respectfully to each other, and that's and I'm not willing to accept being spoken to that way. And said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she never did it again because. Like I, I was standing my ground, like I'm not, I'm not going to accept it. And, and if you accept it, she has no respect for you because you're not going to be strong enough to protect her. Right. And, and that in itself, in and of itself is a, is a sign of a not healthy relationship. Right. Oh, absolutely. And, right, right. So yeah, that's a red flag. If, if that is going on, then that's a red flag in and of itself that, that you have to address. Well, I think, you know, my advice to guys, like if, if you're not married, then you you'd probably time to end it. But if you are, then you've got to fix it because you right. Know, if you can fix it, do everything you can to fix it rather than get divorced. It's it's a wiser approach. No, absolutely. You, you don't, you know, I, I never encourage, even when I was a practicing divorce attorney, I never encouraged people to rush to file for divorce. I always explored, you know, have you been to counseling? Have you exhausted all your options? Because going through a divorce is not fun. It's not cheap. And, uh, you know, if there's any chance at saving what once I'm assuming was there if two people got married, right? I don't know anybody who gets married hoping to get divorced. But <laughs> so if you can somehow 
rekindle that or, or find, you know, your way back to what that was that drew you to each other at the beginning, then you, you, you owe it to each other to, to try that. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and then if you do get divorced or, or, I mean, if you're still in a marriage, that's really why I wrote that book, being the strong man a woman wants is because a lot of men don't realize you see, men, I think women are always interested in relationships. They're always reading about relationships. They always want to learn more. But men just sort of think, well, things are okay. <laughs> it's only when they get slapped with like their wife says, I want to divorce you or, you know, serve the divorce period. Suddenly realizes, hey, I'm, you know, what did I do wrong? I've, I've got to fix things. I've got to fix myself. I mean, after the period of blaming. So that's really what my book is about. It's like all the lessons I learned about how to be the kind of man a woman wants, you know, who shows leadership, as we talked about, she makes decisions, takes responsibility. Worst thing you can do is, you know, you go along with your wife and you, and then if it turns out wrong, you blame her. It's like, don't blame your wife. Take full responsibility for what's going on in your relationship and your family. If you see a problem, don't blame her. Fix it. Take step forward and deal with it. That, you know, talking about leadership and dealing with problems, step forward. Don't just wait for your wife to tell you. She doesn't need you just to be like a, a, a mother's helper. She wants right. to be the man of the family. And that's, that's sort of, but that's really the message of my book is like, be a man, be, be, be those traditional manly traits of, you know, be decisive, you know, be a protector of your family, step forward and, and, and don't, don't be so weak. And <laughs> don't be so really passive, right? Passive. That's the word. That's the that's word. It. So I, I I think that's a great way to, to end this conversation because our time is 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 up. But I was going to ask you, frankly, you know, what would be your number one message um, to men on how to make women happy? And I think we just kind of said it is don't be so passive. I mean, well, don't be passive. But then what is the positive action? Like you stop being the negative action of passive. What is the positive action? Show leadership, show your share of leadership, make decisions and take responsibility. That's what she's looking for for you, for a man. That's that's great. That's great. Now, where can people find the book and, and learn more about you? Okay, the book's available in uh, paperback and uh, ebook and an audio book on Amazon, and uh, that's the best place to get it. And if they want to learn more about me and or get on my email list because I write articles, I can send it to them. It's uh, com. E-L-L-I-O-T-T, that's two T's, K-A-T-Z.com. And if they want to contact me with questions, I'm happy to, to answer and discuss anything they want with them. Great, great. And again, the name of the book for people who want to look it up, and I encourage that you do, both men and women, it's five being things the, men do. Oh, go ahead. No, it's being the strong man a woman wants, timeless wisdom on being a man. Excellent. There it is. That there it is, Elliot. Thank you so much for joining me. I, I thought okay. our conversation was was great, and hopefully, it'll uh, help some men out there and and women too. Okay, thanks a lot, Jason. Great being here. All right, there he is, Elliot Cotts. Now, I thought that was a fun and inter- interesting conversation, um, and there are a lot of golden tidbits I think that can help our relationships with people. You know, I hate going by stereotypes, and I think they're pretty much a bunch of BS in general, but. You know, um, communication, it all comes down to communication. Don't assume we know what women want. And women, don't assume you know what men want. Talk to each other. uh, Communicate clearly with each other. And that's what it's all about, right? It's about getting along and um, just really communicating. 
um, whether you agree or disagree on whatever the topic is. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. You'll get all new episodes when they come out. Also, if you have a moment, I would love it if you left a kind review on iTunes, if you enjoy the show, uh, as that really helps. You can check out my YouTube channel and subscribe there as I make videos with the divorce tips that you need to know. In the meantime, all I'm going to ask you to do is be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.